Alright, hello, hello, hello. I know it's been a while, but this is definitely spiritual. I view is seeing the word of God from a spiritual in the spiritual standpoint, understanding it in the physical. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of today we're gonna look into um, the blessings. Tomorrow we'll look into the curses of what the Lord has promised um, to those who love Him. And these are the blessings to those who love him. And these are also the curses to those who love him. See what I'm saying? Because he's letting you know that if you do these things, my child, then these are the blessings that will come upon you. He said, but if you turn away from me, my child, you know, basically these are the curses that will come upon you. And that's just speaking it in a down-to-earth wisdom. All right. So um, before we get started, what we'll do is uh, we'll open in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you. Uh, right now, in the name of Yeshua, Lord, just thanking you for another day uh, journey. Thanking you for loving us. Um, Lord, if there's anything we said or done or even thought that is displeasing in your sight, we ask for forgiveness, Lord, and that you cleanse us from all unrighteousness through the power of your Holy Spirit, uh, the healing power of your Holy Spirit, Lord. We pray and ask that you heal us inside and out, Lord God. Continue to let our light shine um, so that the People in the dark will uh, turn to us uh, for your light, Lord. We give you all praise and glory. And as we go in your word, Lord, it's it's all of you and none of me. Um, and I pray and ask that you open the spiritual eyes and ears and understanding of the hearts and minds and souls that uh, tune in. And that's under the sound of my voice. And we give you all the praise and glory. And it's in your son, Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. All right, so I'm going to read uh, Deuteronomy um, 28, and I'm kind of, it's going to be a quick read um, because I'm going to go down and break down just a couple of verses, and uh, I'm going to try not to be long. You know how that go. Anyway, and it shall come to pass. This is Deuteronomy chapter 28, starting at verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently, and I'm going to read this in a way uh, more that you can understand it. Because this is the King James Version. And this is down to earth wisdom. So uh, it does say this. But this is more in a New English uh, translation. So you can just go and read it for yourself. Or uh, you could just <laughs> believe. All right. And it shall come to pass that if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy Elohim to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command you this day, that the Lord thy Elohim, or Elohim means God, by the way, but God is a pagan name. Uh, so I say, I try to remind myself to say Elohim. So the Lord thy Elohim will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Now what I'm going to do is I'll read and break down as I go. That way we can cut time. <laughs> okay, so verse 2 says, And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. Uh, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Okay, first of all, the blessings will come upon you and overtake you. Overtake literally means coming from behind and taking you over. That means that you'll be getting so many blessings, you ain't going to see it coming. It's just going to come from behind and overtake you. These are the kind of blessings that all of God's people are supposed to be looking for. 
But we don't know that because we ain't getting in the word and we ain't understanding the promises that are made for us. But once we see the promise, then that's when we start uh, applying it to our mindset and, and, and speaking life all over and believing uh, it over our lives. And then the manifestation starts to come. All right. So verse three says, blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the field. In other words, that's out there. Wherever you go out there, you're going to be blessed. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body and the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind and flocks and the sheep. Okay, now, blessed shall be the fruit of your body basically is saying that you'll be in good health because the Holy Spirit lives in you. And he's a spirit of health because he's a healing spirit. So he'll, uh, you'll be in good health, uh, the fruit of your body in every aspect of the word. Um, that's one that you could just go back and meditate on. The fruit of your ground, the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your kind and flocks and all of that. Back then, that was money. So basically, he's saying right here, you, you're supposed to be expecting wealth. You're supposed to be expecting riches. You got people like Creflo Dollar, uh, who he speaks. Um, no, I'm sorry, not Creflo. Uh, uh, Kenneth Copeland. He's, they call him a prosperity preacher. Well, he's not wrong for what he preaches. For every preacher, for every uh, level you have a preacher. You know what I mean? That preaches certain things. I, I don't uh, agree when people say, well, Joe Osteen, uh, well, he's not a real preacher because he, he basically just encourages people. Well, he was called to encourage or called to motivate. Doesn't stop him from being a preacher. Do you see what I'm saying? So in my mind, I just... You know, kind of bypass all that and just look at the facts. Blessed shall you be the fruit of your body. You'll be, okay, and blessed shall be the ground and the fruit of your cattle and the increase of the kind and flocks and your sheep. So you'll be rich. You should be expecting to be rich. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. That's the same thing. That means your refrigerator could be supposed to be full. I'm talking, I'm just saying that you ain't supposed to be struggling for nothing. So if... This is happening in your life. If you're struggling, um, you, it's not what God is doing wrong. We need to take a look at ourselves because here's the thing, man of God and woman of God. If he promised you this, then there's got to be something that you ain't doing for you to not get it. Because we know that he's a God, that he's an Elohim that does not lie. Every promise in him is yes and amen, not no and maybe so. See what I'm saying? So if it's not happening in your life, then that means... Um, we need to look at ourselves and see what we ain't doing so that we can get these blessings. At, at this very moment, I live in a point of my life where, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm getting everything that God has promised me. But that's on me. Because for the most part, the foundation of it, I'm not struggling for nothing. And that's on him because I've been obedient. He, he's not allowing me to struggle for nothing. And it's through obedience. But see, he wants more than that. He wants more for more uh, uh, for my life. He wants more than just me to not struggle. He wants me to and you to live life in abundance. So we give you direction in his word and tell you what to do so that you can live in abundance. That's hearkening to the voice of the Lord. In other words, listening to him, doing what it is he's telling you to do throughout his word, which is why it's important that we read his word, because we don't read his word. We ain't going to know what he wants us to do. But if we read his word, then he tell us what he want us to do so that we can get what he promised he going to give. That's how that works. 
Five says, Blessed shall be your basket and your store. Six, Blessed shall be, blessed shall you be when you come in, blessed shall you be when you go out. He basically saying, Look, you just blessed. Don't matter if you're coming in or going out, you blessed. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy, fa thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. Let me explain something to you. Don't be imagining uh, uh, people coming towards you one way and then people fleeing seven ways. Those are spirits, your enemies. When he say your enemies, he's not talking about people. He's talking about the spirits that entice the people. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Because it may be an enemy that comes uh, your way that's not in the form of a person. It may be in the form of an emotion or something. And then because you obeying the Lord and listening to the word of the Lord, that spirit of, of frustration, that spirit of anger, whatever, got to flee. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not just a, in a person form. You got to look at this thing in the spiritual. The Lord shall cause thy enemies to rise up against thee, that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy, fa thy face. They shall come against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto. He shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy, thy Elohim giveth thee. Now let me explain something real quick. Okay, first of all, it says the Lord shall command. That means our Lord is up there commanding blessings to fall down upon us and come upon us and overtake us. It's going to be a command coming straight from the mouth of our Lord and Savior. Go bless my child. You understand? And then you have, it says that, um, and in all that thou settest thine hand unto. In other words, he's going to command the blessing of everything you put your hand to. So when he get when when the spirit puts it on your heart to start you a business, when the spirit puts it on your heart to reach out to the poor, when the spirit puts it on your heart to do anything that's got something to do with his mission and his calling and you go to do it because he put it on your heart, he's going to command the blessing of prosperity over it. That means that if he put it on your heart to do it and you take action because faith without works is dead and you take action, he's going to command prosperity over that. So all you got to do is press towards it. You may fail once or twice, but those are tests. Mm. Wow, those are tests. Because he's already commanded the blessing. Verse 9 says, The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself. You've been established through his spirit. You are a holy person unto him. As he has sworn unto thee, that thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy Elohim and walk in his ways. This is the key. This is the key. You understand? To get those blessings that, that I just said, the blessings I was talking about, the blessings that he's promising to get a command straight from the Lord to come down and bless you, you have to keep the commandments of the Lord and walk in his ways. Now, somebody say, well, what do you mean? Because that's an Old Testament. That's in Deuteronomy. What you saying? I got to keep all of the laws of Moses. Well, let's look at the New Testament on what it says about the laws of Moses. Now, I'm going to say yes. Now, somebody say you're wrong because faith without works is dead, but it's by grace you've been saved through faith, not by works, lest any man should boast. I 100% agree because that's word. But this is what I'm saying. To do all those laws back in Moses, it's not for you to focus on because we ain't got to obey the law. See, we've been saved by grace through faith. See, I'm in agreement with you. 
But understand this, that when the spirit comes to live in you, it causes you by nature. You understand to obey those laws. You don't have to be taught the laws because the laws will just come by nature because the Holy Spirit's living inside of you and it's going to cause you to do the things that you, you, you do not. That's where it talks about our spirit warring against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit. These two are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. Why? Because when the spirit lives in you, now there's something else living in you taking control that's telling you how you're supposed to live. That's showing you how you're supposed to think. That's telling you how you're supposed to speak. That's showing you how you're supposed to act in, in, in the presence of people. You see, the spirit is the, is the one who guides you. He's the one who gives you the wisdom for living. And how are you going to uh, have a strong spirit if you're not feeding it with the word of Elohim? If you're not getting in the Bible on a day-to-day basis, getting the word inside of you. You know, it's, it's kind of hard. This is why it's important that we hold ourselves accountable because the word says to work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. Fear and trembling because of the fact is, man, I'm telling you, it's very important. Uh, it's very important that, you know, it's, it's very important that we get a personal one-on-one relationship with the Lord because you never know, man, um, we can join a church where, you know, the preacher be, could be sending us straight to hell because of the way it's his, of his teaching and doctrine. We'll get on that another day about, you know, whether you should go to church or not and, you know, uh, how, um, how to know that what church is for you. You know, all of this stuff is really important for the man of God and the woman of faith. Um, we need to um, basically just Try to get more in tune with the Holy Spirit uh, so that we can start claiming Deuteronomy uh, 28 over our lives. Now, I'm going to say a prayer of Deuteronomy 28 that I, I and it's 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 me making this up as I go. But as I go, uh, if y'all want, you could be able to go back on this and, and read it uh, or listen to it and just say, yes, amen. I claim this over my life because this is how I claim the blessing of Deuteronomy 28 over my life through prayer. So uh, y'all are more than welcome to just be in agreement. But this is how I'm going to bring this to a close because that's basically um, uh, the end. I'm going to go ahead and finish reading uh, where it talks about the blessings. It's only a few more, but those are the uh, main ones I really wanted to touch on. Verse 10, uh, verse 10 of Deuteronomy 28 says, And all the people and all people of the earth... And all people and all people of the earth shall see shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. How how is how do you think that's possible? That all the people of the earth will see that you've been called by the name of the Lord. People be asking me, man, why you always dressed up? You you stand out. Well, because the spirit inside of me like to look good. I'm just saying. Now you know, a lot of people have a problem with people wearing jewelry and stuff like I can understand, you know, back then the way they worshiped their gods and paganism was, you know, piercing their ears, getting tattoos and doing those things. And we'll talk about those those things later as well. But let me explain something to you. The spirit likes to look good. You understand the spirit loves to look good. It doesn't it doesn't want 
Uh, it's not a filthy thing. It's a clean thing. It's a pure thing. So you should want to be clean. You should want to be pure. You should want to feel clean. You understand? So by nature, you should want to uh, look good and look nice, man. We're presenting ourselves. We're getting ready for uh, a major uh, feast <laughs> when our husband may come to get his bride. I mean, it's an awesome thing. All right, so I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and close it. But it says... uh. Uh, the people see, man, it says, and all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee, and the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, and in the land. That's why I really didn't want to read that part, because it's basically letting you know about the prosperity again uh, in the land which the Lord uh, swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven, to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thy hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. You see what I'm saying? And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. That means you're supposed to always be on top. If you ain't on top, something ain't right. It says that you'll be, you're supposed to be on top. Verse 13 says, Thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If thou shalt hearken unto the commands of the Lord. That's the last of it right there. So uh, what I encourage you to do is, do is go back and read it uh, for yourself and meditate on it. Um, as I said, I'm going to go ahead and close this in a prayer of praying Deuteronomy 28. Um I don't know if you uh, guys are following on the Instagram, but it's double OK. Let's go. D-O-U-B-L-E. OK. Let's go. You follow me and um, we'll keep you all updated on the studies that we're going to have on this podcast. Uh, if you have any questions concerning the word, anything that you want to disagree on, comment, man. Let me know. Um, and. We'll go back and we'll we'll break it down more with the words so you can get a good uh, get a full understanding of it. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and buy heads and pray. Uh, Deuteronomy twenty eight. Heavenly Father, I come to you, Lord, knowing that you hear me, knowing that you always hear me, Lord. Thanking you for hearing me. Thanking you for your Holy Spirit, in which I speak through, Lord in order to uh, have that personal bond and relationship with you. And now, Lord, I pray Deuteronomy 28 over my life and the lives of those under the sound of my voice uh, that are being obedient to your will, that are turning to you, Lord. Because you said that, uh, that if we observe and do all of your commands, which you command us this day, Lord, that this is what you would do. So I claim this over my life, Father, because uh, in order to obey all of the commands, I know that you said to love. It, 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 it's what covers all of the laws of Moses. It's to simply love you and to love our neighbor, Lord. And so I pray that as the ones who are loving you and loving their neighbors, Father, I pray this over our lives right now. Blessed, Lord, shall we be in the city. Blessed shall we be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of our body and the fruit of our ground and the fruit of our cattle and the increase of our kind and the flocks of our sheep. Blessed shall be our basket and our store. 
Blessed shall we be coming in. Blessed shall we be going out. Lord God, I, I I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you that our enemies, as they rise up against us, they'll be smiting before our face, and they shall come against us one way and flee before us seven ways. Thank you, Lord, for commanding the blessing upon our life and in, in, in my storehouses and all that I set my hand to do and all that we set our hands to do. Thank you for blessing me in the land which you have given me. Thank you for establishing me a holy people unto yourself. Father God, I thank you that for all of these promises in Deuteronomy, I claim that you have given it to me. It is already done and I receive it by faith. I thank you that you will open the good treasures out of heaven and give rain unto the land in the season. And I know that we all have our seasons, Father. Help us to be acknowledged of those seasons. And even when the season isn't there yet and we're being tried and we're going through the trials, give us the strength to be able to endure those trials so that the blessing of Deuteronomy 28, Father, will come over and, and it'll come upon us and overtake us just as you promised in your word. We thank you for that and we give you all praise and glory and we claim it all done in your son Yeshua's name we pray. Amen.